When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On today's show, we play I Spy with Marco Bielsa. We discuss Warnock's new world order, and Lee brings up Phil Jagielka again. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 23 of A Part of Two Halves. That's my job, right? Just do the intro? <laughs> that's that's it, is it? Nice yeah. intro, bro. Is, is that it? That's... That's pretty much it. And then we just come in and say, yeah, we're doing very fine, thank you. Yeah. So, Lee, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing very fine, thank you. Excellent. Tom, how are you doing? Yeah, all right. All right. That was a weird intro. Well, you know... I'm terrible English by myself as well, Dad. Say that again? What? Terrible English. Terrible English, yeah. yeah it was. I mean, I wasn't going to mention it, but fine. Well, you know, I mean, it falls to me every week to think of an intro on the spot. And today, this is you what we blank. got with... What? This is what we got with. That's not a good English either, is it? Um... <laughs> Yeah, so welcome everyone. We are here again, back on a glorious, well, it's Tuesday evening here. It'll be Wednesday morning when you listen to this in your delightful ear holes. Uh, whether you're on your commute, whether you're in the gym, whether you're walking the dog, you can listen to three wonderful men talk wonderfully about a wonderful game. Yeah? This has been probably the weirdest intro we've ever had. Good. People, people are wondering if this is the same podcast right now. They're like, what? <laughs> It is the same podcast, we're back again, and we have some fantastic, I repeat, fantastic things to talk about, including, and we're going to go, we're going to just go straight in on this, yeah? Absolutely. Straight this in on this. This is the place this. to start. This is literally what we're doing, yeah? And we're going to go in on Neil Warnock. You've been waiting, mate. I've been waiting for this. You called it. You said this he was going to go. It started to eep out after the Klein transfer debacle, which we'll say, although Klein kind of saw a better a better opportunity at Bournemouth to play for for Eddie Howe and, and not a gammon head in Cardiff and uh, he obviously got a little bit pissy pants about that um, now my, I've been trying to find the exact question that was asked in Neil Warnock and I've struggled 
but I believe it was around the lines of Klein and its transfer and his then rant, which um, have you got or do you want me to go through it? Oh, please, by all means, line by line. I I believe I have. Um, So Neil Warnock said after the game, um, I think it finished nil-nil between Huddersfield and Cardiff this weekend. Dubious dubious because there should have been a penalty to Huddersfield, which the ref gave and the linesman overruled. Weird little situation. But anyway, nil-nil. Warnock, after the game, said, I don't know why politicians don't do what the country wanted, if I'm honest. They had a referendum and now we see different politicians and everyone else trying to put their foot in it. Why do we have a referendum in the first place? I can't get out. out I, <laughs> I can't wait to get out of it. If I'm honest, I think we'll be far better off out of the thing in every aspect, football-wise as well. Absolutely, to hell with the rest of the world. Who are um, just just this is just, a Premier League football manager. Just jog my memory. Yeah, who own Cardiff um, City Football Club at the moment? Yeah. The Malaysian chap. Oh, oh, and ah. uh, so Malaysian, you say? Malaysian. Now, now, just just because you know, it's a slow day. Vincent yeah? Tan is it? Um, is the Malaysian chap? Is he from in- England or is he? Pro- probably not. Oh, probably I don't not think so. his working staff are probably not. Oh, English. Oh, uh, I see. Okay, okay. All right. A second question for the pair of you, if you will. You'll afford me this time. Like so, Cardiff City's players. Mm. Yeah, I assume because of because of what Neil Warnock just said. I assume they are all, you know, from from within Cardiff. Yeah, you would assume this that they'd share the same opinion as, as their manager, but this would not be the case. I believe it's eleven of these playing staff are from outside of this country. Eleven. Wow. Now, now forgive me if I get up. my third thing. I apologise. Now. I called this, didn't I? I called this at the beginning of the season. He was going to have his meltdown. He's going to go. And you know what? I have to say, I'm surprised at the manner of his, of this happening. He's kept us waiting. He's kept, bro, he's kept us waiting quite a lot. But like, like, I didn't expect it to be like this. I thought it would be like a fucking, a funny penalty decision or something like that. Something football related. He's gone fucking nuclear, this guy. What on earth is he doing? Well, it's he's, he's not, I mean, it seems like to come out of absolutely nowhere. Like I said, I can't even find the question he was asked. I don't know if someone sat down and said, Neil Warnock, what's your opinion on Brexit? Because I don't <laughs> think that happened in the press conference. He's literally been, I think he's been asked something about Klein because he says something, I think, a little bit uh, before this whole Brexit meltdown about transfers being difficult. And he reckons it'll be easier afterwards. Um once we're out. Once we're out, uh, to hell with the rest of the world. Uh, it's it's absolute <laughs> madness. And I think that... I mean, he, he was properly gone. Like he, he was completely full went. meltdown. I mean, he was fuming about this. He was I absolutely like the, I, fuming. I like to think, right, that the Klein thing came up and it, that just triggered it. That, that, <laughs> yeah. A little thing in his brain just went, Ooh. You know what it is? Jürgen Klopp's German. And he's like... Yeah, that's, it, that I bet, bet he was like that damn kraut. He's absolutely <laughs> done me. He's and, and and he was like, you know what? The EU, the second we're out, no more Jurgen Klopp in this country. That's for sure. <laughs> in his head, I can just imagine that's his working. Well, the ironic thing is as well is that they're um they're like close to completing a transfer for a guy from France yeah. who's Argentinian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, good, isn't it? It's, it's excellent. I mean, I mean if, I, if I'm that guy, I'm like, do I want to come play for for you? 
after the you know to 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 hell with the rest of the world. Well, the weird thing is with 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 Warnock, we we touched on it. He's, he's done a half decent job this season in, in in the situation. Bearing in mind Cardiff not particularly uh, strong Premier League squad, he's obviously getting good results at home. He seems to be going in the right direction. Yeah, uh, it's, it's 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 you know he's been doing a good job. I think the wheels are off now. I I I think that you disrupt kind of the harmony in the team with this fucking nonsense. All of a sudden, like, you know, you, who knows what's going to happen next time they step onto the pitch? Now, Cardiff City, the club came out and distanced themselves from his comments. To which Warnock replied and basically doubled down and said, "I don't care what they think. These are my opinions, and I'm I'm backing them." And, and you know, fair enough. Everyone's allowed to have their opinion on this subject. It's a very touchy subject, as everyone knows in this country brexit is and has caused a rift right down the middle of the country um so he's entitled to his own opinion i just think that when it comes to football i know that obviously gary lineker has a lot to say on it um and other you know celebrities and sports stars have their right standing i just kind of feel that a premier league press conference and just going that nuclear about it the place bruv it did just, we hear what Jamie Carragher said? I didn't, but saying? I know that Carragher is anti-Brexit. Yeah, he's a massive Remainer. He is. And he's basically come out against everything against Warnock. He's basically saying everything that Remainers are saying anyway. But, yeah. you know, essentially that we were duped into it or, you know, the 52% mm. were duped into it with, you know, the slogans on, on the bus, etc. Absolutely. And ultimately, if we was to have a, a referendum now... He didn't say it would be a landslide, but it would definitely be a reverse in the result. And that's why, that's why all of those ardent Brexiteers in Parliament and with their yellow jackets do not want a people's vote because they know they're going to get shown up. They they they're so desperate to leave for I still don't know what reason. Um, I don't really want this to turn into a Brexit podcast. I was about to say <laughs> we, we are. But, uh, <laughs> we're heading that way. Uh, <laughs> it's um. It is madness. I watched I watched the movie the other day for what it's worth, the coming match movie, and I would recommend watching it. It is fascinating. It, it does detail as to the mistakes made by the Remain campaign as to how we've ended up in this terrible situation. But um, I think the person that said it best about Brexit was Danny Dyer uh, when he called out David Cameron for fucking so off. Um, and he's right. This is David Cameron's fault, and he fucked off. Um, and he's put his trotters up somewhere. Twat. On that note, let's talk about another... Uh, thing that's been happening with football managers recently now i have a feeling that i have a very different opinion than you boys on uh, marco bielsa and spygate i don't I'd know, love to know if you'd be opinion on this. so different um now obviously i'm a massive frank lampard fan i love frank lampard um and he was right he was why is that <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea? Chelsea's greatest ever player, obviously. Um, he was pretty emotional before the game. Um, Not Eddie Newton, and, and I think it was quite raw at the time. And it's it's still it's definitely upset him because he's still standing by his stance on the subject. And obviously, Frank's a very uh, well-spoken individual. He's educated as far as footballers go, and um, I think he's articulated his opinion very well. Um, he was questioned about the fact that uh, V.S. Boas said that when he worked for Mourinho, he'd done similar, where he'd go down and watch other teams train. My personal opinion is that's fine. If you don't want teams, other coaches to come and look at you, then get better fences. 
I, I, I am in full agreement. I think if you're not doing it as a manager, you're missing a, a massive trick, quite frankly. like You do tape work based on other teams. What's the difference in going and see what they're doing training-wise? I don't That's know. what if, Frank Lampard argued, didn't he? He said he watched 15 hours of, of Leeds playing. Yeah. but I different. can't be able to do the same thing. And it, I bet he did. I bet he did. But you, I bet, I mean, Lampard's salty because he didn't do it himself. Like, <laughs> the fact of the matter is... It's just, I, I think... I think sorry to interrupt, but... From Lampard's point of view, he's new to the game. Maybe he... Naivety. Yeah, he was just naive to the whole situation. Maybe he didn't think this actually happened or, you know, it was being brought up about the cultural difference. Yeah. He also was quite frank. No pun intended there. Hey. But he, um, yeah, he came out, he was just like, this is what I do all the time. It's not like he was like, you know, like, oh, I'm really, you know, he apologised to an extent, but... Yeah, I'm not sure he did. (laughs) That's what I mean. He was just like, kind of, it's happened and... I do this all the time. Yeah. So is it going to continue? So what are all the other championship clubs going to do now every time, like, you know, they well, go turn up to train yeah. like Leeds coming up in, the, you know, a week or two? Well, you probably go send some of your security out onto, like, the f- open areas of the f- of the training area and you tell them, if anyone turns up, tell them to fuck off. Well, that's it, the thing, but, but, like, training, you know, they, you know, a lot of training is just open to people to watch. You know, yeah. That's literally how it is. I it mean, used to it's be. Like, like, fans used to rock up and watch, um, you know, Chelsea in training. Um, that used to be the thing. Obviously, it's a, it's a much more restricted now. I understand what Frank was probably upset about because, obviously, what you don't get from tape is uh, you don't get to see um, who's training. So you don't get an early indication of who's likely to go to be missing the game. And... Um, so, say using Oli Sartre as an example this week, obviously he had a tactic uh, where he um, basically told his wingers to stay up. Uh, sorry, not his wingers, his attackers stay up, um, don't track and go quite wide. And obviously he used Lingard and Pogba in a certain way. And obviously if Pochettino has that information um, in advance of the game, he's able to tactically adjust his team, as he did on the game on Sunday, uh, to address that um to improve his chances of winning. So I can understand why Frank would be a little bit like, this is an additional advantage on top. Like obviously if you watch tape, that's one thing, but learning a manager's tactics in advance of the game, that's another thing. But it is part of the game. It's, 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 I think it's what they say, it's frowned upon, but it's definitely not illegal. So, and I heard a lot of people going, oh, they're going to have to take points off leads. I'm like, that's, that's fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's too much. It's unbelievable. Like it's. And there's no law. So if it's, if you if you've not done anything wrong, it's it's sportsmanship ultimately, or like you know morals. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what it comes down morals to. Morals and people have different morals and sportsmanship do not exist in football, quite frankly. Sutton said it so best at all levels. Chris Sutton said it best on BT Sport, and he was like, "This is this is not Chris Sutton." Unsurprisingly, yeah, because wow. but just a quick one. Chris Sutton is a great football pundit. He is. If you happen to be listening, Chris, I'm a big fan of your work. We yeah. are. We are here. A big fans of Chris Sutton. I'm um, not included in the we there, but okay. Me and me and my, what's it? Mate, he's a knob. <laughs> Come on, mate. Come on. Uh, he's a one. <laughs> He is. That's he's a proper him, one, mate. Yeah. I love him, mate. It's great. <laughs> but he, he said it. He said there, isn't he? this is a nonsense thing. Diving is a problem in the game. That's cheating. What Bielsa did isn't cheating. Because obviously, he's, all he's doing is gaining information. He has to do something with that information. He isn't like... I can understand if he was like meeting on the training ground and buying them off or something. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, or like interfering with the corner flag so they don't do something. Or like just something... If he was doing something... Yes, but he's just using his eyes and watching something that loads of other people can happily watch as well. So I know Frank's pushing for a change in the rules. Um, I don't know how he'll get on with that. They might change it because it seems that 
journalists got so pissy pants about it that it actually became a thing. Gary Neville was pretty good on this as well, where he's kind of like pointing out to the journalists. So it's not okay for a manager to send a coach to go watch a training session to feedback information, but it's okay to be invited into a training session, get some big fuck off camera lenses so you can zoom in on paperwork and then plaster it all over the front pages of newspapers. That's okay, but what you're saying this is not. What's more damaging? Printing Amazing. basically I didn't a team. Know he said that. Yeah, yeah, he called out he called out Henry Winter on it, and I don't think Henry Winter got back to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he properly shut him down. And it's it's right. It's sport. Now I know that there's another example um that people are saying about the NFL, uh Spygate, NFL, Patriots, uh cheating. Now it's different. The reason it's different is because what the Patriots were doing was they were filming um signals from the sidelines, because obviously NFL's play 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 so if you yeah. know what an offensive team is literally going to do and you can tell your defenders what they are literally going to do that's a massive advantage but because obviously football is a completely different game it's not play by play by play it's a it's flowing not a preset element. exactly and runs and- exactly so that's where the difference lies on that what the patriots did is damaging to the game because then effectively you know what the team are literally going to do every time they step onto the field whereas on the football field that's not true and the Patriots are a bunch of cunts anyway. So they anyway, are. Um, on to, <laughs> let's move. Let's move on a little bit. Let's move on a little bit. Because uh, uh, you know, got things to talk about, boys. Yeah, I know you got a lot to talk about this, probably. That made no sense either. Mike, your English skills are rubbing off on me. <laughs> Parents Kane. Yeah. So mm. Harold of Kane is out. Done by your boys. Done by my boys. Got now, Phil Jones, right? Of course he did, mate. I think it was two. Was it a double whammy? I think it was a double. Whammy. <laughs> So, so I could sit here and talk ad nauseum about, you know, the the, the game between Man United and, and, and Spurs. We won one nil there, just to, just, to, just to let you know. And um, I'm not going to though. Are we not? We're not going to touch upon no, the game at all. No, you guys can. Cause all right. I, 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 you know, I don't feel the need to. We've we've won the game. And uh, <laughs> look at him now. Listen to him. <laughs> six from six, boys. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the days of of uh, you boys laughing at me over Jose and me sitting here eating my humble pie. Feels like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? Yeah, I've got to say, all, the, all, all of this, all of the, anyway, one second, right? Yeah. Well, on this show, I've heard, I've heard at length praise for Arsenal. Yeah, praise for <laughs> Arsenal. I've we should heard, mention uh, Woods' tweet. I've heard, yeah. So, so our friend, good friend Tom Woods, did a tweet. Uh, would you like to regale us with the with the messaging of that tweet about? I don't yeah. Know I don't so uh, it was a few weeks back. I can't think what game it was uh, that I had to apologise for the fact that I thought that Arsenal were a better team than Chelsea. Um, I honestly can't and? remember what game it was. Um, but this weekend, after watching uh, the West Ham Arsenal game, I had to apologise for thinking that Granite Xhaka was any semblance of a footballer. He was. He was. I mean, the whole team were disgraceful. Oh, it was so bad. But the thing, the thing that got me was Xhaka was when that ball comes to him in the penalty area, instead of doing the logical thing, which is head it away, so either it goes back the way, you know, out of the penalty area or out for a corner, he heads it at Nasri, who obviously then assists the the goal uh, for Declan Rice. Really well taken goal. Um, good finish. Really good finish. Um, yeah, they were shit. Uh, Shaka was particularly shit. Arsenal are, yeah. I mean, Chelsea got them this weekend and... Um, Rubbing <laughs> your hands with glee. A like, little they're bit. They're fucking garbage. They man. are terrible. Uh, I think they're, defensively they're, 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 they're appalling. Um, and I think that Chelsea might have their way if they... But they... going forward, I think they're crap Well, they've as lost well. their fluidity, haven't they? Yeah, they, they have. What, what? They have. Um... But don't worry, don't worry. They've got their best ever paid player 
on the, just not even a squad, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Urzel fan on this show, as people may know. And when you're struggling to create chances, when you've got two of the best strikers going in Lacazette and Aubameyang, and you can't fashion chances for them, you might want to go and get your player that's literally Mr. Assists, you know? Yeah. Hashtag well, he's, he's rumoured to be off to Inter Milan. Emery, Emery just wants rid. That's what the, all the chairs. They've just lost. If he doesn't want him. He doesn't want him. Oh yeah, that's fair enough. I you think know, he's got the season to. Uh, I think the problem for him is is that he had a fairly decent start. Well, after losing the first couple of games, they went on that ridiculous twenty-two run. game unbeaten. And that's that's ultimately that's built up the expectations, and now the realism of what actually their squad is actually so is in terms of quality. They bought in a guy from Dortmund, didn't they? Um, as kind of like their head of recruiting. The guy that bought in Aubameyang. Um, he's gone. Where did he go? Uh, he's he's gone. Apparently, he's going to go to Bayern, but he's left because he's fallen out with um, with Emery. So I've always now I've always said, mate. I've always said too greasy. Yeah, well, Emery. Greasy character, mate. You don't like Rubs, him. Do you? I, don't, I really don't like. I can't understand a word he says, and it really riles me up. Have you, have either of you, ever understood a single word he said? I can. He's got up in snippets. Yeah. Mate, I mean, at yeah. best, at best, honestly, mate, like. I, uh, my opinion for that entire run was I don't think Arsenal was good as this. I don't, I don't think this run and the praise lavished upon them is 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 reflective. They, they've played some very good football in part. Played well in Spurs, Spurs, Spurs against Spurs. That's the one that got me. I watched them play against Spurs. And I was like, because Chelsea had just come off the back of playing Tottenham, and obviously we got beaten handedly by them. And I'm like, what the fuck is this Arsenal team? Well, we, about? we didn't get beaten handedly by by, by Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that's where that's where we were, and it's a good segue back to what we were talking about. Um, yeah, Manchester United did beat Tottenham. I think that uh, both myself and Mikey had them winning this weekend at Wembley. Yeah, um, I don't know what you had, Lee. I can't remember, but um, did I not go for it, or was that genuine? You yeah, don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know what you had. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was an interesting performance from Manchester United. They were obviously a lot more ambitious than they would have been under Jose Mourinho. They certainly, I don't want to say rode their luck, but. Tottenham's woeful finish. But they did a little goal. bit. They, they went did. for a draw, Lee. They went for a draw. I think on it a should no- have been at least a draw. Yeah, I mean, Tottenham, I know that De Gea saved 11 shots in the second half. Um, his positioning obviously was very good. Some of the saves were very good as well. But the finishing in general was really poor from Tottenham and they'll be regretting that big time. Um, they're finishing. Um, but certainly... Oli Solskjaer seems to have Pogba playing with a whole load of freedom. Um, that's obviously making the team look better. Rashford... Instead of Lukaku, is a master footballer, isn't he? Yeah, it turns out. Do you know what reminds me? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go for it. There was a point last year, or earlier, or maybe earlier in the season, where um, because Mourinho was always asked, "Why does Lukaku play every game?" Yeah. Why does Rash? And so he played Rashford at the number nine for it was. I don't even think it was ninety minutes. And then he came out after the game in the press conference and said, "You ask why why Lukaku plays every game. That's why Lukaku plays every game." And it's just like, wow, what a fucking burial of. Like, give, give him a chance and give him enough rope to hang himself. Do you yeah. Know I mean? like, like, I've been very critical of Rashford. I am still very critical of Rashford. Um, but I, you can't, I can't deny he's um, playing up front. Yeah, he seems to he's, be doing the job, doesn't he? Well, Pogba's not the only one that's benefited from uh, Mourinho fucking off, basically. No, not no, at all. Absolutely not. Not at all. I think I think it helps the team obviously having a midfield player that can be so influential in the game. Um, obviously, Pogba's skill set is very much suited to those long raking passes. He's got that in his locker all day long, and I think it helps when you've got a Martial and a Rashford that will make those runs off the shoulder of a centre half. I think it was hard. Lingard, I'll, I'll give him some yeah. as well. His movement is absolutely he stop running. And and I think Solskjaer pointed out his defensive work as well because he does a lot of the dogs work while the other two mm. don't necessarily have to. Um, it was highlighted obviously that United weren't tracking fullbacks. Um, that was obviously a tactic. 
Um, and it works because that's ultimately what won the game. Um, that and obviously De Gea's performance. But I will, I will say one other thing. One other thing from a United perspective. Um, I said this to you before the game, Lee. Fellaini and Valencia both match fit, both not in the squad. Yeah, it's 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 the end right. of shit Manchester United. We we spoke about this earlier this season. Fellaini Fellaini epitomises shit Manchester United. That signing was at the start of it, and he's been there the whole way through. And apparently, he's gone this window. Apparently, he's gone. That's Did the he just sign a new contract. Yeah, in the summer, but Mourinho I, gave I him a new contract. I, I, I can't for some reason this transfer window it doesn't feel like it's a transfer window like I can't I don't I I don't see us signing anyone or getting rid of anyone I think that he, he Summer, I, I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing that Fellaini will go I'd and, be sorry to see him go a little bit mate you know but again but, like we said he's 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 the he's the face and the hair was the oh, hair of course um, of, of shit Manchester United he's the symbol mate he's the symbol <laughs> he of was the, the symbol exactly absolutely he was the symbol of it um, and and I think. It's going to be very interesting. We spoke about this. This was the proper big dress rehearsal for both of them on the touchline on on Sunday. Now, obviously, Solskjaer won the game, but I do think Pochettino influenced the game very positively in the second half. He changed tactics um, and really took the game. It's not something he's renowned for, right? No, absolutely. So I don't think that Pochettino comes out of the game looking like a a bum compared to Solskjaer. But at the same time, I don't think that's done Solskjaer any harm at all when it comes to potentially getting the big job long term. but f- I think it's end of February looks gnarly. Um, I think it's like Liverpool, Arsenal, I think um, that PSG twice in there as well. And that, that will make a break. If he can come through that, um, who knows? He hasn't had to face any adversity yet. He hasn't had to come like bounce back from a, a disappointing yeah. result. And that, that's what really shows metal. Uh, but it certainly his odds are shortening by the day in terms of keeping the job long term. I think there's a good feeling about him. Um but the issue is, and we, we said it a few weeks yeah. ago when it all come about, is no matter what happens, yep. they go and win the Champions League, they win loads of games, no matter what happens, you'd still go for Pochettino. Yep. And that's still the case. It is. I, 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 I don't... I, I understand it's all going well and it's looking good with uh, Solskjaer, but I think a lot of managers could have come into that situation and done exactly the same thing yeah. in terms of just nurture the players, give them some love give them a little bit of freedom to express themselves and suddenly you've got, already got some good players there that obviously are then going to be able to produce good football. Yeah. yeah. So It's I, always I, the I risk. Think, I think people just leaping onto it a bit too much. I mean, if I'm, a, I'm not a Man United fan, obviously, but if I was, I'd still be pushing for Pochettino all day long. Yeah, I uh, I am. I, uh, I agree. But if you get Solskjaer, I, I don't think it's good. And this is what we discussed a few weeks ago. And you know what? We're not going to discuss it again because that's shit radio. <laughs> It's the difficulty of falling. We should in talk love. about your opponent striker. Well, this is what I was going to say. Like, I was want to talk about Harry Kane. Now, as we, as we mentioned, he got you know kablamoed at the end of the game. Didn't look too happy, and he's potentially out he's for a bit of time till March. Yeah. Now that's, that's a long time. That's uh, Champions League games. I think two Champions League games, North London derby. He's missing some games there, which Spurs need to do well in really I'm really interested to see if Levy dips into his pocket and actually signs a decent strike or is he going to do another cover job like he's done with like Janssen's and well he's not playing Janssen he said Janssen's yeah but I mean in terms of getting like a striker of that ilk in terms of just someone that comes in doesn't really do a lot and then as soon as Kane's fit again they're just not to be seen the problem they've got is that Son is out as well because usually you just like we'll stick Son up front bring Lamella in or something and then you're cushy right but 
With no Son and no Kane. They've also got a bit of an injury crisis as well. Mm. Got no midfielders. No, Dembele's off. off. Wanyama's injured. Same as Dyer. Well, they've got that player, Skipper. Skip, Oliver Skip. Yeah. Mate, you're 17, 18 years old, mate. You can't. I don't know. I don't they're... know what they're going to do. There's, there's talk with some Spurs fans I read in a forum earlier. Some of them want Zlatan in short term. <laughs> Is Zlatan going to Tottenham? No chance. Some of them want to. No, no uh, one's get... funding Zlatan's wages at Tottenham. Come on. So, some of them want to get Arnautovic in. Tell, tell the Chinese club that they'll. No Match one's going to pay Arnautovic's wages at Tottenham. Come on, what are we talking about here? This is crazy. This is well, crazy. He he thinks it's possible. Well, no, because what the, what the theory was, right? I, no, I didn't. I, I, well, you did. It could I, happen, I scoffed. Right? If they if they say to Arnautovic, right, we'll match the bid of the club, yeah, the Chinese club. West Ham will go fuck off. Right? But, well, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> but, uh, but don't pay Arnautovic as much money, obviously, as they would. But then say to him, because the thing is, with Arnautovic, right, this is the theory, is that before he settled on his making his wallet bigger, yeah. he had actually said to the Champions League board, football. Uh, he wanted Champions League football, right? Correct, yeah, so if you could promise Arnautovic, you're going to get a couple of games of Champions League football. <laughs> two games. Two games. <laughs> that is a couple. It's not a few. It's a couple. And, uh, and you know, big North London derby. And then in the summer, you know, sell your mate. You made a nice impression, didn't you? Had a nice time. Then you can go to China. But that is literally just Pick never going to happen. That is will... desperate Tottenham fans. They, that's they, desperate talk, isn't it? That, that is so more desperate. desperate than the, the Ibrahimovic's. That's mental. They're, they're, they will roll with what they've got. Guaranteed. Uh, Dele Alli will probably f- go a bit more advanced like they did a couple... I think, was it last year they had to roll without Kane for a bit or the year before? And Ali, was that, were those Ali the years they didn't win the league? Mate, they, who the hell thinks Tottenham are winning the league? Well, nobody. No, yeah. uh, they're not winning the league. They, they're fight, oh, um, they fight for top four, mate. No, stadium. What's going on? Um, I, I still think the latest we have is they're planning the end of March. So Kane should be back, which is important. Kane will come back for the... Uh, he'll definitely <laughs> be back for the uh, opening. Because I, I heard, not this season. Wow. Really? Yeah. I think I read that this morning somewhere. There is one good positive for Kane, though. He's going to get a rest. He's yes. going to get a fucking rest, yeah. And it's good for England as well, because we've got obviously this big tournament coming up. Absolutely. In the What's the name of that tournament? Woods. Oh, I mean, Mikey knows the official name. I think it's the Super Best Friends European Championship. Of... We need to combine the two, the yeah. Super Friendly Best Friends League of Extraordinary Nations or something like that. Yeah, that, there's something <laughs> along those lines. And we're going to win it. We're going to win it. Well, of course we're going to win it. Yeah, Kane's had the rest now. Uh, but yeah, we're going to Tottenham. Um, one point ahead of Chelsea. Only seven ahead of uh, Manchester United. And seven ahead of Arsenal and now uh, Arsenal really. I think it's it's three into two. Um and with Manchester United's form being so strong. Um it's gonna get interesting, it's gonna get spicy. Um they they're fortunate they got Fulham this weekend. And Fulham leak goals. I mean we're talking Even about Fulham. Ful- Fulham lost a game this weekend <laughs> where their opposition had no shots on target. <laughs> That's next level. That is next level. Oh, fuck! I love that stat. Well, two, two, two goals. goals yeah. I love that. I love that stat. It's so Thing is, I feel a bit. I feel a bit sorry for Fulham because uh, actually Hendrick's shot, I think, was on target. Oh, oh, that makes yeah. it feel much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still lost, but yeah, no. At least, at least they did definitely have a shot on target. I thought it would, I didn't think it was on target, but. Mate, so for, I've got some alarming news. Oh, oh. I think I've got... Well, it's not that big. I, I, we're pretty much through all the subjects. We're half an hour in, boys. Is that true? I've got Rio here to discuss. Yes. Oh, of course, yes. Rio. Thank goodness. Yes. yes. We've okay. got Rio. Yes. Here we go. Can we go. talk about Rio then? 
Mate, it's just better. <laughs> it's just better. Oh my with some, god! With some fishing rods. Yeah, yeah. It's it, so, someone was like that. That is like literally the most desperate hey, can you man. Co- cover thing what possible. Rio said. Let's, 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 okay. let's go from the beginning. Chelsea Newcastle at the weekend. Uh, they got Rio in the studio, um, and they're talking to Newcastle fans before the game. And I think they did a little piece with uh, Benitez as well. And Rio then tells all of Newcastle's fans that they should be saying thank you, thank you to. Um, Mike Ashley, uh, for for everything he's done for the club, say the fifty fa- million pounds thank he you invested, for putting fifty million pounds of investment when they got relegated, having sold I think seventy million pounds worth of players that summer, um, and, and parachute payments. And, yeah, <laughs> say thank Which you. Which is quite extensive now as well. Say thank you for um, for bringing in Benitez, despite the fact I believe that Benitez made the approach for the approach job as him. well. Yep. Um, it, it, like basically making it adamant that they, that Newcastle are just a yo-yo club. And they should be thankful for Mike Ashley. And, and he was ardent on this. Because um, Jay Humphrey tried to call him out on this. And it was kind of like, uh, this is nothing to do with you and Mike Ashley having a bit of a business agreement. And Rio was like, absolutely not. So this business <laughs> agreement that he has is that his, um, his sports gear is now produced by Sports Direct and obviously lobbed into all of their shops at Sports Direct. But nothing to do with that at all. But that's not even the most mental part of this story. Oh, no, no. Because then up rocks Richard Keys. <laughs> Good old Richard. Good old Dick. What the um... fuck has happened to Richard Keys? So Richard Keys comes out in defence of Rio de Ferdinand, uh, Rio Ferdinand and says, absolutely, Rio got it bang on. Um, if Benitez is so desperate to a striker, he's got money. Why doesn't he buy one? Like... What the fuck is he talking about? This is a man that That's used almost to... like saying I'm gonna go and buy a house, I can maybe use it for a little bit, but then once once I've gone, that, that that's that's never to be seen. I can't ever go back in that house again. That that house is no longer mine. I, I paid for that, but I it's no longer it's, it's no Newcastle. Newcastle in that house. I, I just find it absolutely mental it is, yeah. the idea of just like oh, Benitez has got some money, why doesn't he buy his own fucking striker if he wants one so much? When has that the, ever ever happened? He's the property Never. of Rafa Benitez, do you know what I mean? Like he's like a, he's like his servant. Well this is what I mean, like who who then so look, he then becomes just yeah, Rafa's servant and wherever Rafa goes, he <laughs> so when you when 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 a club comes in and they sign Rafa Benitez, they also get the bonus of this player that yeah, he's they, also they, they get the striker, macaroni mate, he comes in. <laughs> Maybe this will be a thing in the future, mate. This is how it works. So bleachers, so, agents so, won't so be a for, thing. For example, Managers will just assemble massive squads themselves. Mate, it'll be Sari and fucking uh, Jorginho. Jorginho it? You buy you buy Sari, you get Jorginho for free. Because you can only play with that player. Yeah. It's Ari and uh Crankier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I think Cranker might actually be owned by Ari Redknapp. I'm not sure, but oh, it's absolutely chaos. And obviously, then Moyes and Fellaini. There you go. Yeah. Uh, then Rio sent out the, the the old fishing emoji um, on Twitter to kind of show, oh, just missing guys. You know, just all a bit of banter. Not he was deadly serious. Deadly serious, mate. He was he was so just screaming this. I, I, it's yep. annoying for me a little bit because I was as a, as a yeah. I would, you know I would say that Rio Ferdinand for me is like my probably one of, I lo- I think he's an inc- oh, he's an incredible defender you know I, I love oh, no doubt you know, arguably the, the best ideal, defender we've the had ideal defender in, and yeah. I've actually liked him since he came away from playing because obviously he had the he, like the whole thing with his wife and you know that yeah got over that. What, he cheated on her and then. She well, died and then he wrote. Uh, yes, he oh, then did the Jesus Christ! Uh, I, was, I was trying not to think about this. No, mate, because no, I'm no, calling no, him out, no, mate. I think he's. I, I really don't like the guy. I, what I'm saying is, yeah, like, I mean, then, like, 
I know yeah. where Lee's coming from. The dude, I know where the... I know where you're coming from as well. I was trying to put a more of a positive spin on it. You know? <laughs> but as, as a mate, I'm brutal and to the point. Oh yeah, I know. Um, but like, he covers United games, and he, he's usually for me like he's all right. He's not a terrible. At least he's got an opinion, right? Which is why, as a pundit, I don't mind him so much. You he's know? got an opinion on Man United. Yeah, which is why I can tolerate. You know, I have, I have no shame. But I, I, for me, I'm clouded by the fact that for me, he was like, you know, it's always the Terry or Ferdinand of much before Ferdinand. Oh, yeah. Ferdinand. Yeah, uh, and Carvalho is better Terry, than both eh? of them. Tricky Dicky. Absolutely. I won't say any things on him before I get more looks. I mean, the, oh, th- the thing is, what I will say, Mikey, I completely agree. I, I actually do quite like Rio Ferdinand in the studio because he's a man that will have an opinion and he'll, he'll kind of like at least offer something that isn't Sunez, which is basically just screaming at Paul Pogba, you know, just to be different. I, and, and, you know, I, can't, I quite like BT anyway. I think they do yeah, a better, I, I do, I think they do a much better job than Sky in terms of their punditry. Oh, other, other than, sorry, uh, so the BT score show. Right, we had the misfortune, right? Because you know with Chris Sutton. Right, right. This, hey, whoa, so, come on. So, so BT, so BT score. They get so many things quite I, I, that I like, right? I like the fact they're all just sitting there looking comfortable, right? I like that, and you can see all of them watching their games. The graphics, I, the graphics, then the visual presentation of the BT in general is fucking on point, mate. I love it. It makes Sky look cheesy, right? Yeah. I like, I like. Um, mm, what else do I like? I like Chris Sutton. Right? I, mm. I, 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 I like Robbie Savage, mate. A much improved pundit this, this year. Absolutely. Right. Now, the issue is, right, is that they're pretty much the reason I got... I like the fact they dress down when they do the show, <laughs> right? That amuses me as well, right? However, they well, hire... Macca and his horrendous jumper. I don't mind Macca, mate. I like, I like Macca. I like Macca. Right? I, I have no issue I've with got no issue with Macca. Right. I hate, and this is a big hate, I hate Mark Pugatz, right? Or the fuck his name is. I, I hate that guy. Right, he's a fucking scumbag, mate. He's a he's a worm. He's a, I, I I hate him. He winds me up, mate. Just beyond. Bel- What's he I, done I, to you? He's a, oh, his face and his irritating gremlin-like face. Out of interest, did Mark Pugat cheat on his dying wife? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, hang on. You got you got to remember, mate. Ryan Giggs is a legend for us as well. You love John Terry, mate. Uh, like, fucking no. David Beckham, mate, in all of his interviews. Oh, yeah, I mean, Be- Bex, Bex is the one. Bex is the, is the one we, we right. forget. So Mark Pugas, and then we turned it on, mate, and you had fucking John Hartson on there. And I was like, oh. and, why don't you, and why don't you like John Hartson? Uh, T- tell Woods <laughs> and the listeners why you don't like John Hartson. <laughs> no, I don't like him because he's not very good punditly. No, no, no that, not, that's not it? what you said to me the other day, mate. He's not very good punditly. <laughs> What's the tell problem? It's got... <laughs> So we we all know that unfortunately he yeah. had a yes. you know he had I to have an operation. I find his head hard to look at, right? I find he's got a big dent in his head and it's hard to look at. I, I quite find I find my uh, John John Hartson actually quite engaging to listen to actually personally. I, I think like John Hartson. Yeah, I think it's all right. Very good. Right, Jermaine right. Jenner. I, I can't stand him. I'm moving away from this quickly. What? Paul Wintz. All right, now oh, you got Paul, Paul Ince. Fuck there. off, mate. He right, can do one. You got one. Paul Ince on there and he's sitting there and he's stammering. Everything. He, he looks like he's the most under pressure man in the world. What does he do to you? What's that? What does he do to you? What do you mean? What does he he do makes you me? nervous. He makes me nervous, mate. He flusters me. And I'm sitting there trying to relax. And, he, and so Paul Inter, right? The, the thing of Paul Inter, he stammers at every moment, right? He always looks incredibly under pressure, like he's blurting his words out, like he's got a case of the Dowies about him, you know what I mean? The thing is, what hap- what's happened? I see Ian Dowie. Right, yeah. What's happened to, to his eyes? I don't know, mate. I don't know. He's, he's, he's got the... Um... He's got one eye looking one way, one eye looking the other way, isn't he? Yeah. I've not really picked this up. Yeah, mate. Uh, I, he sits there like the most uncomfortable looking man of all time. And Probably it makes really, you even more nervous. It <laughs> makes me so nervous. But like, Jermaine Jenness is there and he's a fucking idiot at the best of times. Like, I don't mind Jermaine. I can't oh, sta- fuck I can't off. I can't handle Jermaine Jenness, right? I really can't. Handle- and then you've got them, 
Who else have you got on there? Dean Saunders obviously is this woeful. That's name. weird. Woeful, mate. What's Dean woeful. Saunders doing there? Well, it's not good, mate. It's not. It's good. just a bunch of guys winding each other up with Chris Sutton being oh, the chief one. Fucking, is it Phil Dowd? They get him in on the studio. Nah. It, no. What's the, the old Peter guy? Walton Peter Walton. Peter Walton, mate. They get him in there as well. And every single time he's there to basically disagree with Sutton. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> but like Chris Sutton will win an argument every argument. I love Chris. I Sutton. love Chris Sutton. Mate. Speaking of uh, BT, uh, did anyone catch what Joe Cole said about uh, Tottenham? This is good. So no. they're talking about Chelsea and youngsters, obviously, because about Callum Hudson on the door and um, uh, Joe Cole was saying because uh, obviously they're using Tottenham example that Tottenham give kids an opportunity, and he was like, "Well, that's fine because Tottenham and Chelsea have a different transfer policy. You know, Tottenham don't buy players, so they're obligated; they have to play the young players coming through." And then he stopped and he was like, you know, they don't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so good. It was so, it's a shame because yeah, it I was bet you real. Loved that, didn't oh, you? mate, icon. Um, it's a shame that he didn't, he didn't have Genus in the studio because Genus would have bit and he would have bit hard. He had, he had Rio and, and, and Sutton in stitches about it. But um, it's a fair point. I, 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 and I don't want to go back to it, but that's why we didn't win the World Cup this year because we had too much Tottenham in the team and they didn't know how to win a trophy. <laughs> oh just out of curiosity um, you know Gareth Southgate has also been linked with the Man United job yeah. how would you feel about that no, not for me Clive no no, never going to happen mate as we've t- mate, no 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 I don't, mate if it I don't, the, the he, he's never leaving England. Don't into my mind, he right? wouldn't. He wouldn't leave England for that job. England's his dream job, and also as I as I tweeted out, is it his dream job? Absolutely, um, mate. He, if I remember rightly, he didn't want to take the job for. He had to kind of be. Persuaded well, it's because it's, it's 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 a massive job to take, isn't it? So anyone with with any kind of sound mind would be a bit like, especially so early in his career. Remember, he's still a youngish man when it comes to managing the. Well, it's the toughest job in man, football management, isn't it, the English job? Because it's a thankless task, unless you unless win something, win and all of a sudden, basically, like you're knighted and everything's given to you. Um, and I, I did tweet out kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of um, that he's more likely to win silverware with England than he is with Manchester United anyway yeah good one <laughs> no, I, I was just interested to know what your thoughts were I wouldn't want him anyway I don't think tactically he's all that up to snuff I think he's got some good ideas but um, I said I said after the World Cup he works went, well in, 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 in an international environment yeah I think in an international environment he's quite, he's quite good um, I think I, I, you know let's not forget he has managed clubs mm. hasn't gone well yeah, you know? tactically. Isn't tactically, it? I'm not sure. Transfer market. It's one I'm or two, sure. mate. It's Saltshire Potch, and that's that's the two. Yeah, hmm. essentially. Essentially, um, Phil Masinga sadly passed away. In other news, yeah. That's another news. A a nineties legend. We love a bit of nineties legends on this show. I say legend. And uh, well, yeah, well, he's a legend. Right? Yeah. Uh, to the uh, fans, I reckon. What I'd like, what I'd like us to do is to start a new segment every week on the show. Yeah. Someone that's. It's passed. like a thirty second segment. I want right. All three of us every week to come up right with one nineties player. That's still with us. That's, that, whatever, right? Just but you know, like you when you go on, like you, you see, like, oh, well, we oh, just 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 go, mate. Do you remember this guy? Do you know what I mean? I think what every week we should we should we should try and think of a nineties obscure football, obscure as we can. Yeah, obscure nineties Obs- footballer. And then what we'll do is we can be like, okay, you know, we said this guy's name, and then this is what he's doing now. Okay, nice little, nice little touch to the retro side of football. Okay. As we, I see. we all love a bit of retro, don't we? Eh? Yeah, I see. It's only 30 seconds, yeah. I mean, I haven't got one now, but if we're talking about 90s footballers, can we talk about Eric Cantona's videos of his best goals, or all his goals from Manchester United that you had at university? <laughs> because <laughs> cause, cause we, we watched it, and obviously um, 
Eric Cantona is a fucking legend, um, no doubt. But his goals were just pure banter back then because the defending in the 90s was appalling. Hang on a minute, Woods. Woods. I don't think you've seen Duncan Ferguson's DVD <laughs> of all, you know, of Everton's, of the Everton goals he scored, mate. Because young Mikey here, he's actually bought that me for my birthday oh, once, a long time ago now. And that, mate, I, I watched an hour. We of can headers. watch that together, mate. And I can tell you, mate, there's not many mate, good goals in that. It's an hour of headers and scrappy finishes. I swear he scored better goals for Newcastle. It didn't he bang a couple of decent goals on his debut for Newcastle against Man United? I think. As well. Yeah, it was against Man United. It was irritating. Honestly, go. mate, you know, just uh, the VHS video. Honestly, that was a DVD, wasn't it? Of Duncan Ferguson's best goals, and it's just like, all oh, right, there's another. Was it in Poundland or something? Uh, no, Amazon. It cost me money as well. It cost me more than a pound. <laughs> oh, there it is, swung in by Carsley or whoever the fuck playing at that time. And there's, there's, there's Radzinski. Radzinski. Yes, yeah, Ferguson on the end of it with big header. Header. Excellent. Header. Just header. Header. I guess uh, anyway. if we've got nothing else to talk about, uh, Petacek hanging him up at the end of the season. Twenty years. Absolute legend goalkeeper. Uh, so much so, uh, such a Chelsea legend that we allowed him to pick where he would go after um, his time at the club, obviously. Yeah, and I'll bet when he said Arsenal, they went, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, at the time, um, 15 points, I think he was meant to save him a season. That didn't quite pay off. Um, he has a record of. 202 he was uh, at the wrong end of his career by the time yeah, he was at Arsenal absolutely and he also and, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea got rid of him at the, at the right time and he had dog shit in front of him let's not forget as well he had absolute yeah, yeah. dog shit in front of him at Arsenal uh, a record 202 Premier League clean sheets uh, four time Premier League uh, Golden Glove winning uh, single season record for 24 clean sheets in a season in 04-05 but his most important obviously night and it is for uh, Chelsea Football Club in general uh, was in um, in Munich uh, where we obviously won the Champions League against Bayern Munich uh, saved the penalty from Ian Robben uh, tipped a penalty from Bastian Schweinsteiger onto the post um, helping us pick up our one and only uh, European Cup so yeah I mean absolute legend to the game Um, and also proper decent bloke tasty drummer as well he is. Yeah, so... Um, does a lot of charity work, I think. He does, he does. And I'd, I'd like... When Arsenal announced it, they, uh, they they mentioned his charity work yeah. within the Arsenal Foundation or something. I'd like him to come back in, in some, you know, something within the Capacity. club. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'd, I'd like him to come back, but I don't, I don't know what his aspirations are. He might just want to kind of go join a rock band and go on tour or something. <laughs> you know, why, why the heck not? I think he he's, he's going to... he's. I don't want to say a dying breed because there's the new breed that's yeah. coming in. No, I know exactly what you mean. To kick and play their way out from the back. And I think we've seen, haven't we, in the last season or two, well, especially this year, Czech hasn't got that in his locker. No. So, yeah. No. It's Man, I, don't even, I don't even think someone like Savi Davies got in his locker, to be honest with you. Mm. Oh. Well, out of curiosity, um, there was a poll on BBC uh, for, for who's been the greatest goalkeeper in the Premier League. There was a, there was um on the list was Courtois, which you'll be interested to know, Woods. I know maybe you would have voted for him, um, but obviously there was the usual suspects: Seaman, Schmeichel, or well, best Premier um, League goalkeeper. Yeah, Courtois. Uh, bizarrely, there was not. like Lehman, uh, Czech, etc. Um, Van der Sar. Mm. Who who would be yours? To both of you, I always I find it. I went, with, I went with Van der Sar, and he received ten percent of the votes, and he came fourth. Right. Um, that's really hard because with Van der Sar we won shit but we also had the, like one of the best defences there ever was and you know, also um, had a couple of geezers at the other end that were 
banging goals as well. Exactly. Who opera, who, like Van der Sar didn't really ever get under siege. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, he was safe. Basically even safe. more than, you know. The yeah. fact that if he, and we, he did, we, produce... we did get that really good defensive record with him where we broke the record for exactly. like a number of... He would have had to be in a part of that. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't know, my first reaction in my head was Van der Sar, to be honest with you. It's not Schmeichel. Schmeichel was a twat. He won it with 53%. Well, fuck Schmeichel. I, don't, like, I have no time for him. So who are you? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we move on, just where's this come from? What's the Schmeichel uh, situation? So Peter Schmeichel, when he played for Man City, yeah, oh, there we go. he fucking... Um, when, so when he was there, he not only did he not only did he send his kids right, like Casper Schmeichel, to Man City to train and to do to all that right. He was like, there's only Matt, there's like there's only one team in Manchester. He he conducted the fucking crowd in singing an anti-Man United song right, and what he's just happened? a general prick. And now he's on now when he's on TV, he will always say he always refers to Man United as we and us. And it's like wait on a second. You fucked off to Man City, mate. You uh, fucking goaded United fans every chance you got. And then you look back and actually the, the whole thing's about him being a prick genuinely when he was at the club. Like Roy Keane having to actually get Ferguson to take the captaincy from him because he's like, what are you doing, mate? Nah, mate. Schmeichel, I, 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 Schmeichel overrated as well. Yeah? Tendency to make a mistake and flap. He made some big... De Gea is a better goalkeeper ones. than Schmeichel, mate. Um, I, I'd have Petr Cech was second of, with 15%. Van der Zaar for what it's worth. I think Pedro would have Van der Sar as well. And I'd have Czech ahead of Van der Sar, but I, I'd have De Gea. Czech was third. I, I think I think David De Gea is the best goalkeeper of the Premier League soon. I, I agree. You'll, be, you'll be happy to know that Courtois got 0%. Uh, rightly so, because Jens Lehmann got 2%. Yeah, but Arsenal fans always vote on this shit, don't they? Um, <laughs> Hang on, how come, like, you know... There was David, no, there was David, no Liverpool David keeper, James mate. There was Joe Hart in there as well, but Joe he, Hart. he failed to do well. But um, yeah, Joe Hart no failed to do well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, really? Um, I'd say, personally, I, I, I personally I'd say David De Gea, but then I say Petacek probably number two for me. Um, there, no. there was a game the other day where Man City played, and it was like, and like Edison had like broken a Man City record or something like that. That was formerly held by Joe Hart, and I was sitting there going, ah, he's being erased from the record books now, isn't he? Yeah. Well, like I said, Burnley's Burnley's uptaken form. Um, can't be. There's no irony in the fact that uh, Joe Hart out of team, Burnley form pick up. Just saying. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, the, the problem is like, so Serie A isn't the most widely televised league these days, right? But um, and if, if you don't, I don't know if you know this, right? But Torino, mate, winning the league. Now that Joe Hart's not there. Hmm. Yeah? <laughs> what? Mate, we even saw it with West Ham as well. Yeah. yeah. He was do- and then they got Fabianski. They're much better. Um, yeah. It's funny, that, isn't it? Yeah. Joe Joe Hart is going to be playing in the championship by the end of the season. I hope so. It's mad. The fall from grace. Yeah, you know, he was England's goalkeeper in 2016. Yeah, and we that were was shit. Southgate's best ever move. Absolutely, absolutely. And we, we were shit in 2016, weren't we? So uh, really shit, proper proper yeah. shit. Wasn't he at fault for like all of the goals we conceded? He, in the he, I well? don't think he made a save. <laughs> in all honesty, I don't think he did. Well, um, you, yeah, Euro 2016, mate. He got done by the uh, free kick by Bale. The Iceland, Iceland goal was goals. A bit yep. slow and shit. A daisy cutter. It's weird. He's, he just completely fell to pieces after Pep Guardiola kind of turned no, around. No, and no, said, no, 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 no. He just wasn't ever good in the in the outset. He, he was, was never. Kind of but like he look, he was he was never yeah. as good as what I think some England fans thought he was. But mm. he was never proper shit until Pep Guardiola turned around and said, "I no, think you're, you're shit. shit." And then he was like, <laughs> mm, "Maybe I'm shit, but I'm a bit strong willed." The best thing is, right? He's in like the prime of his career as well. And yeah. like he just he's he thirty one just going down. Thirty one and he's down. just gone to pieces. Right, what are we talking about next? Got some predictions coming I think it's predictions, got some predictions. Yeah, let's do some I've predictions. got them all here. Let's talk about them 
Well, as I said, mate, you can't really kill me this week, mate. I've got them all here right. ready. Well, let's see how many fences you sit. How many fences you sit on? Yeah, so. Uh... Only two. Only two. Lovely. Right. We've got half 12 kickoff on Saturday. What's that, Lee? Half 12 kickoff in the afternoon. Afternoon. Now, you'll notice that Wolves are first. The first team, I say. So then they're at home. <laughs> and, uh... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Every week. This is going to go on forever. Um, Wolves are hosting Leicester City. I'm going for a Wolverhampton Wanderers victory here. Yes. Although that was disappointing for them on Monday. Uh, I think it was inevitable Man City have found their form. Wolves will beat Leicester. And Quick question, Woods. Yes. Was it a red game, card? Was it a red card? Uh, yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Next. <laughs> Mate, it was Jaggy Elcott all over again. And I, I, I said I'll bring it up. This way. I, I knew what his opinion was going to be. And he had to, fi- he had to think about it because he was like, no, it wasn't a red card. And he was like, oh, shit, yeah, but that whole Jaggy Elcott thing. And then he said it was a red card. <laughs> I saw it in his eyes. Come on. It was a red card. I saw Liverpool fans were a little bit upset about it. It wasn't a red card. It was. Never mind. By the letter of the law, yeah, but you know. Well, brother, it comes back to what Carragher was saying, right, in the studio. He was like, well, the fact is the game has changed from even when he stopped playing. Yeah, yeah it has. You know? Yeah. And which I, found that quite, I found that quite interesting, actually, because obviously we talk about, yeah, well, when we were growing up, football was one way and it's not that way at all anymore. Like, even in the, like, I still think of, ja- when period. I think of Jamie Carragher, I think of him as a player. Do you know I, mean? I, I don't think of him as a pundit, I think of him as a fucking, I hate you, Jamie Carragher, you know what I mean? Like, in, my instinct is to remember him as a player, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And even and even now, like, five years later, he's like, yeah, turns out the game, I, even I knew, that I played in, you know, less than, like, it's, and he's there and it's just like, it's a different game, it's, it's fine. Kind of weird. Did you go for a Wolves victory as well, did you Lee? I have, yeah. Excellent. Mate, Leicester, got, Leicester are not looking too good at the moment. Got big, big 3 o'clock kickoff here. Bournemouth versus West Ham. So this is my first uh, fence splinter. Yeah, or splinter. Uh, draw. Bournemouth's form is terrible. But they're at home. They are at home. But like West Ham's form is really good, right? True. Yeah. I'm, I'm going West Ham on this one. I, fan, I fancy West Ham as well. Oh, by the way... Uh, I might already be wrong on Nasri. Uh, he was fucking <laughs> superb at the weekend. There's <laughs> <laughs> another one. So the only one he's got right this this season really is the one he put money on, and that's Wolves finishing above Fulham, which is, I made quite easy for him in the end, really. And everything else he's got wrong, like you know. Oh, mate, I, I mean, like I, I've got my Premier League table being better than Chelsea. That was based on the fact that Chelsea aren't particularly good either, to be honest. But they've got Sarri ball. <laughs> It, let's go. Let's go back a couple of years. All right, if we're going to get into this, let's go back a couple Wait, of years. In a couple of years, he'll be dead. No, 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 no. You don't see how much he smokes. <laughs> Especially with the stress that Chelsea's job brings in. Yeah. Uh, Pep, Pep, his first season at Man City was a bust, wasn't he? Let's let's not kid it. That's when yeah. Lee started to call him fraudiola. Um, and then he basically put hundred fifty million pounds of fullbacks, um, and they look much better. I think Chelsea's one of Chelsea's biggest problems is their fullbacks. They don't stay wide. Um, in fact, I, I'd like Sari to explain to me if he's telling Marcus Alonso to go stand up front when he goes forward. <laughs> I don't know if you, if, I don't know if you guys watch enough Chelsea, but like seriously, Marcus Alonso never overlaps on the outside. He, he overlaps and runs to the, the center of the penalty spot. Like it's, it's like, what, yeah, what the fuck I've is going on? It's, it's really weird to watch. And that's been quite, quite slow motion as well though. Yeah. He's so slow, mate. Well, this is so the thing slow. with Marcus Alonso, right? He's quite shit. 
Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed this. He's not actually very no. good at football. Sweet he's left foot. He's a good strike. Sweet left foot, mate. Not I've crossing, got sweet though. Left foot. I ain't he, you could say he's like a, a granite jacker. <laughs> no, mate, mate, he's, he's Takes like a me, better free But with better hair. Jacker. He's like me, mate. Oh. Left back, great left foot. What's the problem? Anyway, is, is this Bournemouth um, versus West Ham versus Chelsea, is it? What? Because we're talking about Chelsea, mate. Well, you went for a draw, didn't you? Oh, he's missed it completely there, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah, 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 I get your lead, don't worry. Yeah, che- cheers, man. Cheers, yeah. Sharp, let's talk about <laughs> Liverpool versus Palace. Liverpool win, it'll be another bullshit penalty. <laughs> oh, mate, you're saying they're going to penalty? No, I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I'm saying that um, I've seen them not yeah, I've seen. I've off. seen them not given for that sort of diving. Um, now, obviously, he feels the contact, which is why he decides to... Um, Go to grounds the way he does. Um, it was stupid from the. De- it was it. it was it's it brainless? Was it gross? Gross. Yeah. yeah, stupid. Just don't do. Especially to him, because uh, I don't think his shoulder's fully recovered from from Ramos. So every time he feels something on his shoulder, he goes like. I think he's probably a little bit nervous about it. He's got kind of probably a little bit of a, a nervous a bit of a motion. Harry on him, a bit of a twitch. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of like goes over every time someone touches his shoulder. Um, <laughs> they got bailed out big time this weekend because they weren't particularly good. I didn't mate, think. mate, this is like the millionth game this year where they haven't been, they haven't been very good. Uh, yeah, and they're winning. But this is where you get the cliche, you know, it's t- title form. That is the cliche, oh, isn't it? When you play shit in your top and you kind of win a game. But uh, Palace, Palace, oh, they lost Palace, this weekend, mate. didn't they? they? Zaha hasn't scored in what feels like forever now. Mm. Yeah. Big well, B units back though. Yeah, mate. I mean, big Ben Techers, mate. Bitch, you bit B unit. B unit. Exactly. What a guy. I love B unit, mate. Maybe, uh, maybe the layoff, mate, has uh, done him some well, done him some good, and he's going to come back. It's going to be right against Liverpool, mate, as well. Could you imagine if he beats them? Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm calling it now. Ben Techers, you know, what? I'm changing my prediction. <laughs> mate, it's the wrong one. There we go. I've gone. Why did we do this last week? And we were quite close-ish. Palace are going to win, mate. Ben Tekkers with a couple. <laughs> with a couple. Bags and brace. Um, I. Yeah, I find. Did I, I think I got? I think I. I. We all went Liverpool. Oh, none of us then, mate. <laughs> well, I, I, I said it was going to be tough uh, for Liverpool, um, and it was. So um, I, I was tempted by the draw, but obviously must have took Liverpool. Man United. United. Brighton. Yeah, United. Another easy one for Ollie, isn't it? United, lovely, isn't it? Delicious. Right. Uh, oh, hand-picked <laughs> fixture. Jesus Newcastle Christ. versus Cardiff. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Spaniard against the Gammon. Yeah, I think they're done. I think Cardiff are absolutely fucked from Warnock. To I, I've passed the EU. <laughs> and therefore... There's players in that Newcastle team from the EU that will want to make a big point against Captain <laughs> Gammon on the other on the touchline over Captain there. Captain Gammon. I love if they did like some form of EU celebration. You know, like maybe like an Andy Johnson when he does the A, yeah. but they just form an E instead or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> EU. For Ayozi Perez and Fosselu yeah. just running riot of their massive pro EU. Mode the army. I don't know. Who else we're all going Newcastle, yeah? Yeah. I've got Newcastle, yeah. Lovely. Now we've got on to the, the boys in blue, Ooh. Southampton versus Everton. Now, this doesn't sound like a very easy game. Southampton in cracking form, thanks to Hasselhuth, or whatever his name is. Hasselhutl. Hasselhutl. And Everton. Uh, we, well, we won. It did. We got, we got a win. We, we watched the game. It wasn't good. It was a diabolical game. The first half an hour was really diabolical. I saw the XG. Everton. I think the XG favoured Bournemouth. Yeah, they they dominated in the first half hour. Um, That's classic as Bournemouth. Ga- no, game as a whole, though, mate, was not good. That's not good. good. Um, 
2-0 nil, nil put a shine on it because obviously the last goal was in like the, pretty much the last kick of the game if someone pays £75 million for Callum Wilson I, I might just stop watching football what? I might stop watching football with fucking Chelsea players he didn't play mate I know that, but what I'm saying is like they want seventy. You say you got, you they want seventy. Can't score a goal against Everton. He's... We're talking about Bournemouth. He's a Bournemouth player. No, but, you know I mean, because you know, because he didn't score against Everton. Yeah, fair enough. But, you know. um, Seventy-five million pounds. Are you paying that? No, absolutely he's, not. He's, mate, he's had two massive injuries in his career as well. It's amazing, isn't like, it? Is it ligament, like knee ligament, or he's got dodgy knees? Or yeah, something? his knees are not good. His knees are not. Yeah. good. If I was, if I was born, if I was Will Smith, I'd be quite fucked off that they they want that much for me, like. Let's get on, Lizzie. Well, mate, he could Especially go. Especially if he's got new opportunities, he yeah. he could go to Chelsea. Could go to Spurs, mate. Well, Do you know what I mean, I like, mean, if he goes to Chelsea for say thirty million, which is seems like a fair fee, he'd be starting every game for Chelsea. Yeah. You know, like this. This is this is a fact. He'd be our best striker immediately. Well, then, if you're Bournemouth, then you'll you'll see that and think, well, we'll just hold out then. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're, 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 what's, they're, what's happened they're, is what's happened. They spent nineteen million on um, Solanke, and they've gone, oh fuck, this guy's terrible. <laughs> and they're like, right, well, Callum Wilson's actually pretty good. Um, so what we need to do, if we work out how much better Callum Wilson is than Solanke, that's what we need. <laughs> Very simple. And that's where so they come up with a seventy-five million fee. Oh, look, <laughs> uh, if Chelsea came in with fifty, they'll take it. Let's face it; they're not turning down fifty million for Callum Wilson, are they? He's not even that young either. Is he like twenty-six? I think he's twenty-six. Yeah. yeah. I personally, I, I and I said it last week. Um, I take Higuain on online. He wants to go as well. Big Wayne, He's mate. making it quite clear now, isn't he? He's making it very clear. He wants out. I think he wants to go back and be with Sari. He doesn't want to be with Gattuso. Come on. Could you imagine being, Sari a, ball, yeah? being an attacking player? Yeah. Well, he had one of his best seasons under Sari. Um, he doesn't want to be playing for Gattuso. He's a fucking mad man. Anyway, that's Chelsea. We keep digressing. Uh, back to Southampton, Everton. Southampton for me. I, I would agree with you, but I, I put draw, so you know, be, I, that's just a biased view because you know if it was any other team, I'd be saying Southampton. Southampton's form's really good. Um, the fact that even Shane Long fucking scoring goals. Um, it was going wide. Yeah, it was. Going it was going wide, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, who did they You've play this weekend? It, I Mate, if you get, was it Leicester? Sorry? That was it Leicester they were playing. Who Southampton? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah it was. I'm oh, sorry, I couldn't remember who they played this weekend. Two one. It was two one. Yeah. Um, Oof. I, I still quite like Everton to maybe nick a result in this one. Um, not we've got the potential, but whether we actually show it, and because we haven't been consistent at all, you know, we've won a couple of games, but we haven't played well. Maybe yeah. playing away from home will help us. I, 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 I get draw. Away from that, get away from that crowd. Can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, draw as well? Yeah, I'll yeah. take a draw. Yeah. So big Zuma scored, mate. Big Kurt. Did you see he made Garth Crooks as a uh, team of the week? Well, that that sounds Purely about on the right. Basis for, that he scored. Uh, it sounds about right for Garth Crooks. Apparently, he's uh, he, he's now the the real deal. Apparently, the real deal scored a goal. Proper haircut. <laughs> Popper made it to be fair as well in his team. Hey, proper haircut now. <laughs> proper footballer, mate. Uh, Watford versus Burnley. Watford. I can't look up. Bob. To be fair, I Burnley can't... Burnley have won three in a bounce, but oh, I they, they can't win four in a bounce, can they? Uh, yeah, give me Watford. Half five kickoff, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Ooh, a big one. Yeah, tough. It's tougher than it Arsenal's would seem. Arsenal's form, mate. Yeah. It, Arsenal's form is really bad. Arsenal's defense is really bad. Um, they still have strikers that can score goals. That's and they are better than you, according to you. <laughs> 
Based on their strikers, absolutely. They, they've got I'm going for a draw. I've got Chelsea win. <sighs> um, I'm going to go Chelsea winning, and uh, I think Big Ollie might come up with the with the goods. Oh, that'd be that'd, that'd be, be good, wouldn't it? That'd fair. be quite sweet. Um, I've got Huddersfield Man City on here, but I'm going to say we all go for City. <laughs> yeah, a bit on a uh, old Wagner. Yeah, a little bit of old Wagner. Uh, you go ahead because I have nothing to say. Well, I think he's done brilliant, mate. You think about it. How the hell did he oh, get shit. that team we've, up, huh? We've, we've got Man City uh, next game. I, I'm out of it. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> not not going to take a 7-8 beating at home. Um, look, Wagner did an unbelievable job getting that team even into the Premier League. And then he did an unbelievable job keeping them up as well. Um, they, they probably should have gone. Um, but I think they got a couple of big results late on in the season. I think they got a couple of draws actually against City and Chelsea in the last couple of games. Um, he was rumoured to have been linked with a Dortmund job in the summer. I was, I was waiting for that Dortmund link. And Every time we talk about Wagner, and he turned it down. He turned it down to stay there. And I think that that might haunt him a bit because I, I don't think that job will come again. Um, what I will say is Fulham could do worse. Fulham? Mate, Ranieri ain't Another, another sacking. Mate, Ranieri is not the answer. Get Ranieri out there. It makes no sense. What the fuck appointment is that? The thing with Wagner is... Um, He's, firstly, he's kept a team in the Premier League. Uh, I know that Ranieri has as well, and he actually won the title in the Premier League as well. But um, he's fought through that. Um, what, dude, what I'll say is is that if you're going to Fulham, right, you're looking up front and you've got Mitrovic. I can work with that. Yeah. Sherlock, I can work with that. Yeah. You've got, you know, you go to, you take over Huddersfield and you go... Absolute mm, dog shit. Mounier. Mounier and Depotra. I saw Allardyce ruled himself out of the Huddersfield job. <laughs> prick even he doesn't fancy that nah. one mate. he's like nah i mean I, I i did i don't know if i tweeted it out in the end but um with, with regards to fulham um who we'll get on to now because that's the next team um home against tottenham ranieri hasn't turned this around now i know they were actually not bad against burnley and they probably should have got something from it but there was a goal line clearance and obviously the two own goals as well but the results haven't turned goals. Oh, what a, oh what a what a peach Beautiful. i love that goal Beautiful. Mike's saying it's goal of the season. All right, hang on. Right, let me qualify this. Right now, um, Townsend's goal is better. Right. Right. Personally, I prefer Scherler's goal. Is it because I, I, of the way it comes off the underside of the bar? It, and it's the it's that and it's the aesthetically pleasing nature technique. of the technique. Yeah. Okay. The like, technique you know I mean? is sweet. I, th- I think the technique is like a cushioned volley. It's still off the bar. Like, I love I love that shit, man. Like Townsend's was obviously incredible, but. Um, I felt I I felt like Scherler's was for me. I, I preferred it, you know. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I mean, I'd still go with Townsend's because it was fucking ridiculous. But um, with regards to Fulham, I I do think that they appointed the wrong manager. Um, I, I don't I want you sounded. So I'm gonna go completely off topic here. You sounded really like Bricktop just then. The way you went, <laughs> I do. It's like, and I do mean it this time. <laughs> I, I think that they should uh, they should probably look at yeah. that. Uh, hopefully they've only given them a short term deal so they can get out of it for, without paying off too much but um, at, at some point they're going to look at the table and they're going to go it's Allardyce time maybe, what, maybe it's time for, for Moyes boys mate ah, fuck Moyes mate he takes teams down um, hey, he, his last job was with West Ham right he did Sunderland right. No, it was, it was West Ham. Ham he, he took, he took Sunderland down the job before that. I mean, he, he did all right at West Ham. West Ham are like beating Arsenal, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> mate, he came in, he did an he all right job. He came in and job. steadied that ship, didn't he? Like, he, he did don't get right. me wrong, they, they weren't great. A lot, of West, dude, a lot of West Ham fans I know, they didn't mind him. Right. 
They reckon he did a pretty decent How job often there. not were they when you were talking to them about it? Because all I've heard from West Ham fans was like, no, no good. I mean, but, obviously the thing is, it's David Moyes, isn't it? So. Yeah, it is David Moyes. But like, I, I, I think that... I, I feel they should have got Allardyce in. I know it's a horrible appointment, but Lee knows that basically when, you, when you're in the shit, you have to sometimes reach in and get your hands dirty, don't you, right? You have to get your hands dirty. And this is true. Everton... What a fantastic, fantastic way of playing. Sometimes it... you get a bit of shit on you as well and it stays on you for a little while and then eventually... But it's all right, because you, you can wash shit. it off. The thing with shit is you can, you can wash it off and the summertime is a no better time to wash the shit off and go just again. Just a quick one, just a quick one. Speaking of shit, right, I have, I have a question for you. This has nothing to do with football, by the way. Do you not is think that how it... we wipe our asses? Yeah. Do you not think it's weird, right? That if you get a bit of poo on your hand, right? Which I've never done, by the way. No no one's ever done, obviously. (laughs) But like, so say like, sorry, let's say, let's say you got, let's say a bird. His head's gone. What are you into now? No, let's say, let's say a seam. I know you, I know you went out this weekend, Mikey, but like, what what did you get up to? Let's say, let's say you get a seagull and it it poos on your head, on your poos on your hand. Right. You wouldn't just wipe it off, would you? With a dry fucking bit of cloth. You'd fucking wash that under with some, with some water, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. Why don't you do that for your bum then? They do in other countries. Well, yeah, exactly. They don't do it here. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No need to get fucking weird about it. <laughs> Jesus. Mate, you started it, mate. You was bringing in seagulls and girls, mate, and shit. Yeah, like you start you start the conversation by going, so when you get shit on you, uh, like a girl, <laughs> or a bird, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, uh, what? Well, let's, speaking of shit, right, let's talk about how shit Spurs will be that Harry Kane not shit enough against mate. Fulham not shit enough because Fulham leak goals as we've already touched on Fulham he... will score the goals themselves so. exactly Tottenham are winning this game yeah Tottenham and there's all the predictions boys that is mm. it's in the book uh, looking at the fixtures so um, what the hell is next weekend is it FA Cup next weekend not next weekend the weekend after is it yeah there's midweek fixtures uh, for which Chelsea go to Bournemouth on a Wednesday night Manchester United Host Burnley. Uh, Arsenal have Cardiff. I'm looking, where's Everton? Tottenham. When, when, when is this? What date? This is 29th and 30th of January, so right at the end of the month. Oh, so you, we'll you've got Huddersfield pod, away. We'll have another pod in between. Yeah, yeah, we will. I'm just kind of looking yeah. through what the, the midweek fixtures no, are. Right. Um, I guess winners and losers is the only thing left to talk about, isn't it? It's a tough one this week on the losers. No, it's not. It's Neil Warnock. Absolutely. Not, Neil Warnock. They're not Rio. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, enough, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hang on a minute. That's what I'm saying. I've got to hit Rio slash Warnock. Yeah, that's fair. That's oh. fair. I didn't even consider Rio. And I, I don't know. Maybe we'll spread the field if someone wants to take Rio and then a couple of others can take Warnock. Because Warnock is oh, probably oh, the bigger one, I'll I take guess. Warnock because I've been talking about it all year. Um, yeah, ah, brilliant. Yeah, he, you can have your Warnock. He is my chump of the week just because... The meltdown it, The meltdown now. happened and it happened in a much more magnificent way than I ever thought possible. I, I like to think it's like you know it's it's, it's only bubbling and it's, there's still more oh, to come. Oh, there's still there's, there's, there's more, more to, to eke out of that. There's, there's more, more to, to come. I'm hoping this is a long, drawn out, just complete public meltdown. I hope I hope the journalists keep like probing yeah. him and baiting him about it. So, what do you think of Theresa May like, <laughs> getting the uh, vote of confidence? Eh? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think that that's what they're doing. Like basically, BBC have got him on as what kind of right there. Go to one of the question time. Like let's get let's get Neil Warnock on. Oh, let's get Warnock on question time. And just poke well, him. Dimble, Dimbleby's gone now, mate. Can yeah, he, can, can he, can he come present in. it? Yeah, he can present it. <laughs> he's kind uh, of talking. He's talking to like one of these Remainer MPs. Like, what the fuck do you know? We voted <laughs> out. I can't wait to get out of this thing. To heck I can with sign the rest fucking of the players world. better. Eh? <laughs> I think it was where we should also mention uh, to 
our listeners to go and uh, check out David Squires. Oh, oh yeah. It's a peach this today. week. It's a peach. We love David Squires at over at Pod of Two Halves, yeah? <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's a peach. It's a peach. It, it contains Neil Warnock and Brexit and cartoons. So. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Just wonderful. Um, who wants to talk about Rhea then? Well, no, we've, we've already said, you know... We have already done penis it. Ill-advised. Ill-advised. I d- look... Yeah, but the fact is he wasn't man enough to then admit to his mistake. He's then tried that's, to cover up by the using the banter thing. And that's, that's, the that's where it goes. That's where it tips over even more. Yeah. If you're a Newcastle fan, you're pissed off, mate. And oh, then yeah. If you're just a general fan, you're like, nah, mate. mate if, you're, if you're Newcastle, you're just a pissed off fan anyway, aren't you? You've been pissed it off Because it wasn't a wind-up. Yeah, but then that's what I mean. You're so pissed off about that. You're so pissed off about the, the guy situation you're clubbing. And he's just literally mugged you off by saying, thank, no, you should be thankful thank for you. him. Yeah, that's bullshit. Who's your winner? Poof. Um... I'll go a little bit out there. Okay. I've gone for Hassan Houtel. Hassan Just because I wanted to say his name. Um, but yeah, he's doing really well with Southampton. Another win. Mark Hughes has uh, slowly become a distant memory now, I think, for them uh, Southampton fans. And so, yeah, I've gone for... Poor, poor Hughes, still getting a mention. <laughs> yeah. Still getting that mention. Uh, my winner is going to be... Marcus Rashford. Oh, wow. Hello? Rashford. Yeah, he's played really well recently and uh, he scored a goal that I not like you I never thought he'd finish in a million years mate I would say on the goal though Lloris's positioning they brought it up on Monday Night Football it wasn't good no it wasn't good but at the same time he's still got to put it away I appreciate that he's in the corner and he's under a lot of pressure well no a bit not loads of pressure but you know it's, it's a high pressure moment for him to, to, to take that you know he's auditioning for that number nine role you know and he can do it against the you know the likes of fucking Huddersfield and shit like that but he's done it away at Spurs on Wembley you know he's had pretty much one chance in the game and he's buried it do you know what I mean like I, you can't really ask for more than that and uh, I, I've been super critical of him you know for a long time however I've got to give him some props yeah fair yeah enough. no I completely I completely agree that's that's, that's fair um, I mean I, I always tempted to go with with Ollie Solskjaer I mean it's, it's hard to to argue against the good job that he's been doing at Manchester United um, so yeah I, I guess uh, it's no real clear winners on here other than kind of Manchester United because that was their first proper test since they got rid of the shit and they came through it simple as that um, and, what, and the thing what, one more thing about this the thing that I was pleased about with the game right is that like obviously there's a huge 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 slices of luck in, involved right but it wasn't 90 minutes of luck because the first half, we, 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 were, we were fucking good value, do you know what I mean? So we like, were a better team. We were a better team, do you know what I mean? And like, it felt, we actually came out there and like, the fact when you're sitting there and like, you're going, you know what, I reckon we can score pretty much any time we get the ball. Like, we looked dangerous going forward. It was like, there was a clear plan to exploit something, do you know what I mean? Uh, we, we could have won that game 1-0 under Mourinho, but it would have been anti-football saving the day with also large slices of luck you know I mean? at least we did it playing some actual some decent stuff at times because even in the second half yeah they made a lot to saves, but we had still had a few breakaways in the second half we still looked pretty dangerous you know so that was, that was my little two cents hope you enjoyed it I mean I, I've, you know what I am going to go with Oli Solskjaer because I do think he got it tactically right as well um, I think he had identified a potential weakness with Tottenham pushing their fullbacks so high that if you split your attackers wide and Gave uh, Vertonghen and Aldevaro something to think about. They, he was trying to pull... Both strikers were trying to pull their uh, centre-halves into areas where they yeah. didn't want to go. And they didn't have the support. In the first half, they did have a lot of support. And then, uh, I think it was on the right-hand side where Suzuko was dropping a lot to cover Trippier. Um, and Suzuko got injured. And then he got injured. 
and that's when the goal happened. Um, there should be no... I don't think there's any um, irony in that either, that the, the, the second Sissoko goes off, Trippier makes a fucking glaring error and it's punished immediately. Um, the, the clinicalness of the goal was, was ridiculous. They won the ball, Pogba then shifts it, Pinpoint pass, Rashford pinpoint shot. It was just that, like, that pass, mate. It was sick. It was just in in a moment. It was over. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Solskjaer. And who knows? I I I I think I could see people starting to buy themselves in, but that could obviously quickly turn. Um, if, There's a lot of football to be played. Absolutely, between now and the, end, the, now and the end, end of the season, obviously a lot would be decided uh, with how he handles the PSG tie. For what it's worth, PSG players are coming out and they're kind of like, yeah, it's a different game. I'm hearing a lot from uh, Cavani um, and Neymar and even Mbappe have all come out. Oh, and but they're pretty disappointing, mate. Because they're oh, like... actually they were going to f- oh. fucking ruin Manchester United in the next round. With well, well, they play fishermen every week anyway, and then they began the Champions League playing fishermen in Man United because they're all shit. Now they're a bit worried, mate. <laughs> Yuli, who's your winner? I had Hassan Hootle. Hassan Hootle. off, mate. Yeah. You already started off, did you? Yeah, I said Hassan Hootle. So then we have nothing more to say. That's it. There you go then. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's the show, boys and girls. Um, you can f- listen to us every week on Spotify and iTunes. Just type in a pot of two halves into your retrospect... No. What's the word? Not retrospective. Respective device. There we go. Yeah, like that. Um, please leave us a rating on iTunes as well. We appreciate it. Comments on Twitter. Comments on Twitter. The whole lot. You'll get lots of uh, back and forth from our resident social media expert over there, Tom Woods. <laughs> Tom Banter Woods. Tom <laughs> Banter. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, well, that's the show. It is. Bye and good night. Yeah, thank you. And uh, also, thank you, Andy Murray. <clears throat> yeah, good shout. Thank you, Andy Murray. Salute you, sir. I like it. Good night and goodbye. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.